0: Please
1: rise. Court is now in
0: session. All rise. All
1: rise. I strenuously object. A legal podcast brought to you by the Pittsburgh Law from a Flaherty Fardo is now in session.
0: All those seeking information about the law and legal matters affecting the people of Pittsburgh and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, half-baked opinions, and a dose of self-indulgence are invited to attend and participate. I- The truth. I object, Your Honor. Your Honor, I object.
1: You would listen, we don't know you. We don't know who you are. We don't know what you do. So please do not rely on anything we say as legal advice. I'm Noah Fardo, presiding. My wingman, Attorney Bill Rigel. And all we're trying to do is bring a little irreverence.
0: (laughs) That's just what this stubby company needs. A little irreverence!
1: Well, let's start the insanity. Call the first witness. Hey good morning William.
0: Good morning Noah.
1: How are you today?
0: Hey it's another day in paradise for me. How are you doing?
1: Good and it's not typical typical that we will interrupt our daily lives but we do have breaking news today concerning Allegheny County property assessments. Is that right? That's right. We're throwing this one together quickly uh, in an effort to get the
0: uh, already aging and and kind of indeterminate news in front of our listeners as quickly as possible. So uh, please uh, grant us some indulgence for any rough edges here. We have not had a lot of time to prepare, uh, but but there's news that we need to talk about.
1: Yep. And it seems like we could do one of these each week right now with the Allegheny County assessment chaos. Um, But who we have back is one of our favorite guests is attorney Nicole Amick, who has handled thousands of tax appeals in Allegheny County and is probably regarded as one of the best tax appeal lawyers in Pittsburgh. Would you agree? That's right. Long live the queen. The queen of tax appeals is here. Long live the queen. Good morning, Nicole.
2: Good morning, guys. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you for getting up with us this morning.
2: Sure. Happy to talk assessments bright and early.
1: So this is breaking news. And the goal, guys and girls and queens, is to leave the listeners at the end of this program with what they should expect next, what the recent breaking news order of court by Judge Hertzberg means, and what people need to know right now. Okay. So without further ado, let's start with the order of court. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. The breaking legal news is because on September 1st of 2022, Judge Hertzberg issued an order of a court that affects every single property owner in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. And what he says is that a preliminary injunction was entered. Bill, quickly and briefly, what is a preliminary injunction? Uh, A preliminary injunction is an order of
0: court entered while a case is pending. It is not a final decision in a case, but it's an order that the court enters to try to preserve the status quo uh, or grant some other immediate relief while the case is happening. Because sometimes, even though a case is open and pending, life keeps happening, the world keeps happening, and the court decides it needs to intervene to make sure that something doesn't happen now for a case that's not actually going to be decided for another couple years.
1: Yeah. And so would you agree that when an injunction is entered by a judge, as it was here, it's because there's an open or pending lawsuit. Is that correct? You are correct, sir. Yes. That is correct. And Nicole, bring us up to speed. What is the underlying lawsuit that was in existence already? And I know we've talked about it in other episodes, but How did we get here before we analyzed Judge Hertzberg's September 1st order of court? What's happening uh, beforehand?
2: So this case was filed uh, more than a year ago. Um, There's a, a couple different issues, but the main one is basically challenging the way that Allegheny County has been submitting information to STEB, which is the State Tax Equalization Board. And every year, Allegheny County has to submit sales data to STEB who then issues a new ratio every year for Allegheny County and every county across the state, but Allegheny County. And basically some plaintiffs brought a case saying that Allegheny County was artificially changing the numbers. So they did not accurately reflect the sales information in Allegheny County, which was in turn causing the ratios here to be um, deceivingly high or higher than they should be. And that's kind of the root of this current lawsuit.
1: Yeah, and what what was happening is since we haven't done a reassessment since 2012, anybody who bought their house now was getting appealed by the school district and their taxes were being raised to a percentage, which was the ratio. And that ratio originally, you know, last year was 87.5 and then it came down to 81.1. And what the judge said is no, that's no longer the ratio and he lowered it significantly. And by lowering the ratio, you're lowering the property taxes
0: Yeah. We're talking a little bit about the ratio. Um, I just wanted to clarify, I understand that we expect all of our listeners here to be in in depth familiar with our entire catalog of work, but assuming hypothetically that you haven't listened to all of our prior episodes about tax appeals, just a quick thumbnail sketch, um, When, Because of the way that these systems work, where everyone was originally assessed back in 2012 for the current set of assessment, when you get appealed or when you file an appeal based upon the current market value of your property, obviously property typically is going to appreciate or change in value over the course of that time. And so the state sets forth a percentage where if we determine that my home today is worth $100,000, What's going to happen is they're going to apply math, right, a ratio to say, okay, so a home that's worth $100,000 today is going to be assessed at 80% or 75% or whatever the number is at any given time um, of that value. So you're assessed at seventy-five dollars or $80,000 to make you ostensibly on even footing with someone who was assessed or sold back in
1: 2012. Correct. Um and what he did on September 1st was a preliminary injunction was entered, and it said, "I'm going to lower the ratio." The judge unilaterally did this from 81.1% to 63.53%. He lowered it about 20%. And so what that means is that prior to September 1st, if you bought a house for 100,000, you'd have been at 81,000 assessment. You'd pay your taxes based on 81,000. After September 1st, that same property owner is now only assessed at $63,000, saves them about $600 a year. Um, and on some of the bigger properties, it's a big number. So what does it mean, Nicole, if I'm one of those property owners who had a hearing in June or last year, how did, does this affect me in any way?
2: Uh, yes, it would affect you if you have a 2022 appeal that is pending at b park which is the first level of the appeals process so if you filed an appeal this year or if the school district filed an appeal against you this year this will automatically it's my understanding that this automatically applies to your cases um the the board has basically been holding all decisions this year until we have a determination in regards to this ratio so just because your hearing was in may or june doesn't mean that you don't get the benefit of this recent order of court, it would automatically apply to your case. For someone that had a case last year or the year before, there is no mechanism currently that would automatically have any change of ratio apply to a settled case or a case that already occurred in a past tax year.
0: So I'm I'm a little confused only because when I read the actual text of the order, the order indicates that the ratio is being changed by injunction only for 2020 sales. Now that doesn't mean 2020 appeals, um, but correct me if I'm wrong, the majority of sales currently in front of BPAR are going to be 2021 sales, right? Sales from last year and not two years ago. Um, is, Is
1: that reading correct? It is correct. And it's a very high technical level. The reason why the order of court is using 2020 sales is because 2022 appeals are using a ratio that is derived in 2021 that is based on 2020 sales i'll say that again the 2022 ratio is determined last year in 2021 and it's based in 2021 off the previous year 2020 sales and that's what the judge is saying there so that's very hard for people to understand but the 2020 sales affect the 2021 ratio when it comes out which affects The 2022 tax appeals does that make sense
2: yeah you're looking at sales that have already occurred in years past to give you future ratios which is a weird system but it's really the only way you can do it um now again because the allegations are that the county was artificially decreasing these numbers or making basically the sales numbers look lower than what they were this ratio has not been changing by any significant measure Um, As Noah noted before, in 2020, it was 86.2. It then went up in 2021 to 87.5, which makes no sense because it's basically saying that property values went down. Um, That has not happened recently, uh, certainly not during a COVID market. So things that we're definitely getting um, off and the lawsuit obviously is legitimate to a certain extent. We can talk about some challenges that are already being uh made against the determinations that have been made but certainly this year it appears that the ratio is going to be reduced significantly at the end of the day
1: yeah and let's get let's let's try to give the best practical advice we can for people on what this really breaks down um, if you paid a million dollars for your property and that's determined to be the fair market value which aren't always consistent with each other then your assessment which you pay your taxes on should be about 63% or $630,000. And so you're seeing a flood of articles online right now saying that everybody should appeal. And it certainly warrants everybody examining whether they uh, should appeal. But what they should be asking themselves is, what is my house worth? And is my current assessment higher than 63%? of its worth or lower than 63% of its worth. And if it's higher, if you think, well, I'm assessed at about 75% or 80% of what I think my home is worth, then you should probably consider filing a new appeal. And where are we, Nicole, on whether property owners who think their assessment is higher than 63% right now, where are we on whether when they can appeal, how can they lower their property taxes?
2: So as we sit here today, and it's September 8th, 2022, there's nothing you can do today in terms of filing an appeal. There has been conversation, and I've talked to the appeals manager. I've talked to everyone basically involved in this entire process about potentially reopening the 2022 appeal period. Mm-hmm. So which,
1: ended when, which ended when?
2: That ends every year on March 31st of that year. So if you wanted okay. to file the 2022 appeal, you would have had to already file it in March. Now, obviously, this is a significant change than where we were in March. So there has been conversation about potentially reopening the 2022 appeal period for anyone to file an appeal this year. We don't have a determination on that right now. Um, At the very least, appeals for 2023, so that would not include this year, that would just be for next year and moving forward from there. Um, those can be filed starting in January, so we know for sure that if you are interested in in having your case reviewed or, you know, potentially filing an appeal, you can certainly file an appeal next year. And next year the ratio is actually sixty three point six percent, so close, but we're not sure what yet what is going to happen with the twenty twenty two appeals.
0: Yeah, so. I just want to kind of run over a few things that that maybe we can make clear that this order doesn't mean because you you hear a lot of kind of buzz when news like this breaks. First of all, this does not mean everybody in the county is getting a 20% or 40% or anything like that decrease in their property taxes, correct? Correct. Um, Right. So uh, the CLR only comes into play for someone who either files an appeal in the near future or has a currently pending case, yes? Correct. Okay. Um, If you recently concluded a case, and indeed even concluded a case where the CLR, after you concluded it, has been changed, as of right now, there is no mechanism to go back and open up those cases that have already concluded, correct?
2: As we sit here today, no. The response to that is, If you want, either file an appeal this year if you get a chance, or file an appeal next year. That's
0: right. And as we sit here right now, there are discussions, but no decision made as to whether or not there's going to be an expanded opportunity to file late appeals this year, correct? Correct. So a property owner might have to wait until 2023 to file an appeal, or might get an opportunity to file an appeal this year if they think that this situation will allow them to seek a reduction uh, in their taxes. But right now, we're in a holding pattern. We just don't know which of those things it's going to be, correct?
2: Correct. And, And I'm hoping, you know, I've already done many hearings this year. I have cases pending. I'm hoping we get some direction on this sooner than later, because I know a lot of people are also kind of waiting to see what happens.
1: Yeah. So here's what I'm telling our clients. If you have a pending appeal, this is going to help you. It has the potential of lowering lowering the ratio by 20 points, which is going to lower your property taxes. If you don't have a pending appeal, there's nothing you can do yet. There is a possibility they're going to open the appeal period back up. And if they do, we'll release another episode. And if they don't, you should strongly be considering whether or not to file a 2023 appeal in the first quarter of next year. Nicole.
2: And I just wanted to touch on something you said before, um, and also bill kind of reference where every person in the County does not have a strong case. Um, I've had people reaching out to me with 2015 sales. That doesn't automatically mean this ratio applies to 2015 sales. Um, that doesn't mean that anything will automatically change with anyone's property. Rather, it's looking at a current market value for a property what that is. And you have to take into account the COVID market and things of that nature and applying the ratio to that value. So when we have, you know, clients that have been reaching out with very old sales at this point, this is not something that is an easy fix, just apply this ratio and get a reduction situation. And actually, I think some of the school districts will be aggressively arguing against these in these cases that are filed to try to actually get increases um so I think there's a couple things that people need to just be aware of when considering whether or not to file an appeal because it definitely will not make sense in every single situation.
1: Bill any any final thoughts to our clients, potential clients or uh loyal listeners? Yeah, I mean I think it's
0: important to continue to pay attention to what's coming out, but not to overreact. There's a lot of open implementation questions here. Uh, there's a pending appeal on already a prior order that Judge Hertzberg entered before the, the Commonwealth Court. This decision may or may not end up being appealed as well. Um, the county Board of Property Assessment has to figure out what it's going to do for It's possible that someone goes back to Judge Hertzberg for clarification about how exactly it's intended that they implement his injunction in the short term. And remember, this is only a preliminary injunction. This isn't a case that's final. So people can come back and ask for changes in in terms of approach. And the other thing is the taxing bodies are going to have to figure out how they're going to respond to this. We already addressed the fact that it's possible that the county simply lets the taxing bodies withdraw their appeals if the numbers change such that all of these school district appeals are now going to result in reductions as opposed to increases uh, in people's property taxes. Um, You know, if you file an appeal in 2023 and you're seeking current market value, that's going to be the new uh, step ratio for 2023 anyway and especially true the school districts have been mostly happy to rely upon you know sales as opposed to appraisals and recent sales of the property um given the current real estate market and these numbers that may change right their approach to how they defend these cases and how they look at and view a 2021. Uh, or 2022 or 2020 sale of your real estate for a 2023 appeal uh, that may not carry the weight it once carried if they decide to defend these things more aggressively.
1: Yeah. And look, it's super confusing. I mean, we are talking about ratios, different years. The bottom line is everyone in Allegheny County who owns property should be considering at the very least an appeal in 2023, should be at least looking at it. And it's because the ratio was reduced I mean, just to be thorough, <clears throat> what the Judge Hertzberg also ordered on September 1st is that he set this ratio for now, but he also asked and the ordered that there is a recalculation by the state tax equalization board, the STEB ratio. So that ratio could change as well. Right, Nicole?
2: Correct. And as Bill noted, there's already one appeal pending at the Commonwealth Court relating to a decision that was earlier made. Um, we have not received any actual decisions yet in 2022. So whether or not the board decides to implement them in the time being or continues to wait, I, I really feel like I now have more questions than I have answers. Um, so we'll be interested to you know continue monitoring the situation and updating our listeners. And you know it'll be interesting to see kind of how this all shakes out because we're certainly in uncharted waters. Nothing like this has happened before, which I try to explain to people. This is not a situation that I'm familiar with just because... This has never happened. So we just have to continue monitoring, you know, the decisions as they come out and uh reviewing cases and, and providing the information to our clients.
1: Yep. Tax appeals, breaking news, the re- the ratio has been lowered, which should help you on your property taxes, but you have to stay tuned to see what happens next. Hey, Nicole, thank you so much. I mean, nobody works harder on tax appeals than you do, and I, I am sure you will communicate with 50 to 100 tax appeal clients today. So you do a great job. We we can't thank you and appreciate you enough. Bill, you want to bring us home? Yeah. I mean, hey, look,
0: let's not bury the lead. This is good news. Um, The precise details of implementation and the exact set of property owners for which this is actionable good news is all still up in the air. But Some people are going to save a lot of money, Um, So, and whether or not that someone uh, expands is still up in the air. So keep listening, keep tuning in. When there's more news, we will share it. Um, Obviously, it'll be shared in a bunch of other media as well, but uh, we hope you'll come back and hear what we have to say as well.
1: Excellent. Um, If you strenuously object to your property taxes, visit our website at pghfirm.com, click on Tax Appeals, And nobody reviews a case better than attorney
2: Nicole Amick. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I'm sure I'll be back again soon with more updates.
0: That will do it for this emergency episode of I Strenuously Object. Hopefully we helped you make some sense of the breaking news here. Uh, Please do subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, Tell your friends and uh, any neighbors, people who own property, to check us out. If you have any questions about tax appeals or any other subject uh, for our mailing it in segment, or any feedback for our podcast, just email us at iobject at pghfirm.com and for more information on tax appeals and more breaking news, uh, obviously come back and check out the podcast or visit Flaherty Fardo's website at pghfirm.com. Until next time, some parting advice.
2: You can take a good look at a butcher's
0: ass by sticking your head up there, but wouldn't you rather take his word for it? (laughs) What? I mean... You can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking your head up a butcher's ass, but then, no,
1: it's got to be your bull. Wow.
0: Noah, are we adjourned? We are adjourned.